Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus Salutations, specters and spectresses, and welcome to the beginning of the annual ATT Spooktober Spectacular. You know what they say, you can't keep a good ghoul down. This year, we begin our eerie event with a trip to the land of baleful banshees and dour doulahans, Ireland. Built upon what may have been an ancient druid ceremonial site is a castle with a wretched reputation. Tales point to the horrid history of violence and superior amount of suffering that took place within the dark rooms of this frightening fortress as to why it has earned the title of World's Most Haunted Castle. A place where murder and torture were a matter of course for the cruel O'Carroll clan. This case file joined the furious as they fumbled through tales of fratricide, dinners to die for, and supernatural summonings within the stony walls of... Lep Castle. To Alien Theorist Theorizing Case File 253 Lep Castle. Oh, nailed it. I'm Braden. I'm Dan. I'm Andrew. Uh, no Zell this week. He's dead. Died. Died. Stake through the heart. Got too much sun. Um, got too much sun. I think he's gone back to Romania <laughs> yeah. or wherever to for the vamp- vampire conference or whatever right. they do. Transylvania. He's got to recharge. Yeah. Yeah. Staying at the hotel um, Transylvania. So, Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like he's gone. Um, I will say the tech issues. Uh, every single time doing a live stream when he's not here, I like get on early because they're stressful to set up. And I set it all up. 
literally two minutes before we're about to go live, whole computer froze,s epic shutdown. Uh, but and Red you alert. know back, yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah. you created that fucking cry filter organically there. Like no need, just full fucking tears. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. When I turned my computer back on. And it wasn't registering my audio box. I was like, that's I cool. haven't seen that that's look. new. I haven't seen that look since you like, shit your pants at the sky station at sky train, buddy. Yeah. Like really. I was like, we ain't got time for this computer. So I I did the old uh where you just completely unplug it from the wall. <laughs> I'll show you. And you're like, how do you like how do you like them after? Turn it off and back on again. That's that's yeah. OG. I, fucking I let it know. I said, listen, I, see, bud. I said, but you gotta be really forceful when you hit the button, like <clears throat> oh yeah. Oh, I jam did. it in there. I said, hey, listen. <laughs> I turned you on and I can turn you off. Nah. It sometimes you're good yeah. at that, hey? Yeah, that's what she <laughs> yeah. My girlfriend knows yeah. all about that. <laughs> Anyways, this is, uh, if you're listening to this, this is the start of Spooktober. Ooh. Spooky season. Spooky. Um, which is awesome because that means we got a wicked dead intro ahead of this in a creepy, uh, crip creeper voice. Um, but this time we're we're going over to the going over the pond again uh, to, <laughs> again as we as, as we do as we really from do. time to time <laughs> occasionally um, you know and this is a phrase that we don't use often that I'm going to use we're going to talk about one of the most haunted places we've on never, we've never said, said that ever we've absolutely never, never, never said like that this is the first time show. thing here so you know it's the first legit. time we've ever said you know it's it. legit. <laughs> uh, and that is, of course, uh, Lep Castle. Now, how old this castle is? First off, you know, you hear 15th century, 13th century, 580, 880. Uh, Late 12th. This fuck castle's Late old. 12. I, I heard it was like, it, it was built upon an area where Druids used to come and do their whatever Druids. Sacrifice do, what are Druids? Just shapeshift? <laughs> they shapeshift? Chant. Yeah. yeah. Werebears. Right? Werebears and wild form. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So they just built this castle on this old druid uh, prayer location. Basically, um, basically like building on an old Indian burial yeah. ground. Like just yeah, almost just if if, yeah. If you don't have Native American yeah. burial ground, druids, mm-hmm. druids will do it. Druids yeah, druids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the, that's the, what I've instantly found is like the trying to date this castle. You're like. Well, even the like <laughs> even the new like the most recent owners who currently own it are like. You know, in like three different pages, say two different things, right? Right. It is uh, the exact date of when the castle was built is not 100% sure. Yeah, the histories are a little bit murky on on when it was exactly built um, and how long the area has been. Uh, Did you say they're a little bit mercury? Murky, murky. Mercury. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> a little bit mercury. It's all good. A tomato, tomato. It's all water under the fridge. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, so... As far as human habitation or people have been there, so it could have been, yes, 500 AD, uh, perhaps I think they found evidence of there being uh, human habitation or even, you know, uh, religious practices being performed. And by habitations, I think you mean remains. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) We'll get to that. Um, And so, but I think, yeah, I think most, most historians agree that it was between the 13th and the 15th century, but probably somewhere in the middle. I think they'd said like 1450 or something is probably when it was built uh, by the O'Bannon clan. Um, So the O'Bannon clan were actually, I guess they were pretty influential. Very wealthy. uh, 
very wealthy, Bottles. influential. Uh, yeah, big time, big, big time. They got all the doubloons. Big name. Yes. Yeah. Irish doubloons. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever currency they were using in 15th century, 15th century Ireland. Uh, and so... Um, Pots of gold. And so the... I guess the the O'Bannons were also, even though that they were influential, they were actually kind of uh, underneath the the aegis of the O'Carroll clan. Uh, oh yeah, oh, oh yeah, everyone. Yeah. Oh, that's that's funny. Known. Listen, you, before hey, before O'Doyle's the, rule, it was O'Carroll's rule. Yeah, O'Carroll's O'Carroll's <laughs> rule. Yeah, the, the fucking O'Bannons don't hold a fucking candle to the boys, O'Carroll clan. Going to spin you a little bit. Going to spin you a little bit of yarn about the the O'Bannons. Yeah. Sure. Can I tell you a tale? Let me tell you a tale. Tell us a tall tale. All right. So in my tale, it actually was built in the 12th century. So I'll just switch it up on you boys a little bit. So the castle was built by the wealthy O'Bannon family somewhere between the late 12th century and the 15th century. Yep. So likely 1250, but somewhere in there. Before it was actually built, two of the O'Bannon brothers were constantly at odds with each other and were set to inherit their father's riches and control over the castle. According to the legend... This this sounds like the Renner family. Wow, the fucking... The older one would just be bending over and presenting ass, basically, if this is the Renner family, but that's fine. (laughs) Anyways, um, so they're constantly at odds with each other, trying to inherit the father's riches which included the can- the castle. According to the legend, they proposed a competition. Each brother would both jump off a huge rock located on the site of the future <laughs> castle. The one who lived would get control control <laughs> over the building so um, and get to specify what they did with the castle and the family and the clan. The clan. While the winner of the deadly competition, it was never really specified, is now last of time. Yeah. It likely explains, they both explains why the castle was originally known as O'Bannon's Leap. <laughs> they, yeah, uh, yeah, it is hey. It is fairly known in like the, the, the was it the Gaelic language that it is? Like, listen, language. okay, boys, why, why we got to do something to death here? Like what? Relax. You guys not know yeah. how to play fucking- No, no, no. It's, no. it's a clever plan. It's a clever plan yeah, because the first you guy dies- yeah, you flip a coin to see who goes first, and then you just say, "Okay, I'm done." Listen, you you can't play fucking rock paper shillelaghs or something like that. Like, fuck, come on, this is aggressive. Oh, it's, oh, see, I didn't even, I didn't even, I didn't even think for a second that they took turns. I thought it was like the fucking. Oh, they go at um, the same time. Well, you, Sam, they, yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Thelma and Louise <laughs> just both of them jump off the rock, yeah, right? fucking. Uh, they aim both, for the they bushes, both left off. but I think. Yeah, aim for the bushes. This story alone, I think you points like I this think is why Braden would this, be the first can... brother jumping. <laughs> oh, no, he convinced Scotty to jump for sure. Oh, Scotty would have jumped within minutes uh, of Braden fucking convincing him. Oh, you head first. You're not man enough. You can't yeah. fucking do it. Uh, the worst part is Scotty would have got up. Yeah, oh, 100%. He would have won. Right? And then I'm like, oh, shit. Uh, but I like listening to the story about these two idiots jump off a rock. You can understand why the O'Carroll clan was just way, just such a better clan than the O'Bannons. <laughs> like these guys were morons, right? Uh, I bet the whole town came and watched the lap. <laughs> um, so yeah, the, the O'Bannons uh, held the castle. Like they originally built it and whatever. And then one day the O'Carrolls said like, you know what? We're going to take it. 
this is going to be ours now. Essentially, is is how the how the story goes. And um, yeah, I think it, it went uh, basically after both heirs to the castle died you, uh, listen, from a fall. Could you imagine though? Like these guys, these guys are completely at odds, and they're fucking beef, and they're like, "We don't know. How, we're never going to solve this problem." And then some old Carol walks up and be like, "Well, why don't you guys fucking have a little competition? All right? Why don't you guys jump off this yeah. fucking rock, and whoever survives?" <laughs> Fucking gets a castle. Genius. They're like, that's how we settle our quarrels. Yeah, right? Uh, you guys, you guys Unless probably- We just, hey, we just had a good rock jumping last week, man. Yeah, like, you guys probably aren't interested in it. It's fine. You guys aren't interested. You're not man yeah. enough. It's not yeah. a big deal. Don't worry about it. It's no yeah. big deal. Um, that's exactly that's what how happened. We, funny, that's exactly what happened. And funny story, we're going to write that into big theory contract that when we're in <laughs> in disagreement, yeah. uh, it comes down to a rock jump. Yeah. Oh, shit. Good old fashioned rock jump. Right. Uh, so uh, in 1513, there is a recorded attempt for the uh, of the Earl of Kildare who tried to seize this castle since the castle was uh, a rather desirable place to, to have. Um, and, and well, I to be honest though, Dan, Dan, to be honest, I tell think us honestly, any structure tell already honestly, built, just tell us honestly, any structure already built in this time is desirable. You know what I mean? Like it takes so long. You got to, the amount of money you're going to have to spend, all the potatoes you're going you to have to get outside conch, right? You're going to have to bring in outside contractors. Build- like this is going to be, you want to build anything? This is going to be decades. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're going to be building for a long time. So yeah, of course, this is a desirable location. It's already built. Um, I, yes, it was already built, but then it was partially demolished during that siege. Uh, you know, after, I, I guess, about three years later, uh, they had the uh, another attempt by the Earl of Kildare to, to take it. And then, uh, you know, after that in 1557, you know, about 60 years later, you had the, um, or 40 is that 40 years? For like 40 years later, you had sure. the uh, O'Carrolls coming back and being like, okay, this is ours again. And they regained possession of Lep Castle and then turned it into their principal stronghold. Well, again, even even a part partly demolished castle, I would say is going to be worth more than just barren land because you're like, well, we can at least build that back up. Like it's partly done. <laughs> so um now, the O'Carroll clan is known for being uh, quite uh, ruthless, violent, and deadly. They like they're that is their main claim to fame, apparently, around these parts. And no, they fucking tricked the O'Bannons to jump head first off a rock. <laughs> That's hearsay by you. <laughs> um, still heard it. So, when, when Mulrooney O'Carroll uh, died, who was the clan chieftain. Uh, his two sons, Thaddeus and Teague, uh, both started a pretty, by all accounts, bitter battle for who would take over as clan chieftain. And uh, so this is where you get the first type of the uh, first type of event that would probably you'd be like, if a place was haunted, this is something that would definitely have oh, yeah. triggered that. Lots of so, paranormal activation from this event. <laughs> so as as the story goes, uh, Teague. Uh, uh, Teague stormed into the family chapel as most, most castles during that time had, they had like a small chapel is usually used for like family services. You come in and have a priest or whatever. Um, it just so happened that Thaddeus, uh, was, was a, a priest, pri- was a priest, uh, yeah. it's, uh, ordained priest. And he was giving a sermon to the rest of the family, uh, uh, uh while Teague pretty much just like, what came- a fucking kiss ass. <laughs> T- K- what a kiss ass. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, Teague apparently stormed up to the pulpit where uh, Thaddeus was giving his uh, thing, drew his sword, and stabbed him through the stomach. Jesus. Rammed rammed the sword straight through his stomach and then left Thaddeus bleeding there on the thing in front of the entire family. fucking history book written by George R.R. Martin, for fuck's sake? Like, this is ridiculous. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking. The Red Sermon. Much like, I mean... The Game of Thrones books are pretty much based off of all Go of like into the chapel, gonna stab my brother. Stab my fucking brother. Gonna be king. I wish, I wish I could say that some of this stuff is like uncommon, but it's not. If you go back to some of these what? history books, like this shit is fucking wet. It's wild. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, we all know now that the history books are all bound in human flesh. It's, it's crazy yes. how bad it was back then. Uh, but Teague, like, what a bold move because bold move I stabbing your brother in front of your fucking family. In front of your family. Let's see how let's see how it works out. That's got in front of everyone that you're like you're you're like you're like well obviously I won because they're like yeah but you stabbed him he's like yeah but, I win but you're letting everybody fucking know the whole family anybody's gonna come for the throne look listen I'll fucking stab every single one of you motherfuckers. I feel like the rest of the family was just like, oh, that's just boys being boys. (laughs) (laughs) Boys will be boys. That is a fucking paranormal soup right there, though. Like, that's ready to boil, right? Your brother's a holy man in the middle of a sermon, and you stab him in the gut. Like, you couldn't do a quick place. That's a slow death, boys. That is a slow death. Fratricide in a holy place. Bowled, fucking. Bled out right there. Um, uh, by accounts, yeah, he died of his wounds soon after, and then the chapel became known as the Bloody Chapel, as it is referred to to this day. That's- um, so the Carol, the Carols, uh, their infamy wouldn't stop there. Apparently, they invited another clan, uh, known as the McMahon clan, um, to a feast at Leap Castle. Now, they uh, this feast was apparently held uh, in as a um, a thank you for the McMahons because they had hired the McMahons in order to teach their their soldiers a a new way of fighting or or some new tactics and then they use them against it in a battle with it with another rival clan well, and um, yeah and then like and then part of the reason they like kind of invited the McMahons is because the McMahons had already like beat one of the rival clans of the O'Carrolls in in war. So they were kind of like, you know, the enemy of thy enemy is my friend in this situation. They're like, hey, you beat our bitter rivals. Let's invite you over, right? Like bring you in tight uh, because now we're we're good old buddies and let's let's have a, just a, you know, grand old feast. Right, and they they had actually like hired like 40 members of the McMahon clan to train them in, in the new techniques they had used to defeat this other clan. And so they had brought them over you know what it was, to have though? a feast like, you know to thank them and You know what their them. technique was? Shooting lightning bolts out of their fucking asses. Right, and fireballs out of their asses. Yeah, like that's yeah. it. <laughs> uh, so the... Um, so when they brought them over, you know, and uh, they were they were going to the plan was, you know, have the feast and then they would kind of leave with their with their payment of uh, what they owed them for training them and whatever. Uh, and their payment would be poison because the Carols poisoned the entire McMahon clan to uh, to a member, wiping them out entirely in this one feast. <laughs> like, what did they just not want to pay them for their services? Like, why? Yeah, that's 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 right. they just didn't want, the two, in order to avoid paying them. They just poisoned the whole clan. <laughs> now it's crazy because I'm like I, I would think if you're gonna invite like what's it host host rights 
What if, what if it's, you know, it's Homesteaders. like, you know, you're, uh, <laughs> what's it, <laughs> what's it when you're like, you're like, you're, you're supposed to be a host. Homestead, you're hosting isn't that what it is? Homesteaders no, rates? I, or something? I don't know. No, homesteaders are the people who like move. I don't know. Across yeah. Place. But you know what I'm talking, <laughs> you know, know what I'm talking about, Dan? It's like, it's like, yeah, I know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Like the, the yeah. Right? I know. And you invite someone into your home. Yeah, there's there's right. Carol, buddy, this guy gutted his brother yeah. in front of his fucking mom and grandma. Yeah, but what I'm saying shit. is, I don't know a lot about karma, but I would guess that murdering uh, an entire 40 member uh, family it, all in one sitting is going to bring <laughs> well, about some just bad 40 karma. Members. It was like the whole clan. Like those 40 members yeah, are just so. the ones Everyone. they hired. Like everybody. They just poisoned everybody, apparently. Fuck them. They all died. <laughs> yeah. Maybe the salmon was just my McMahon's. <laughs> just a little old some bad food poison yeah <laughs> uh so uh you know the castle would be passed on throughout the uh throughout the carol line uh father to son and so on and so on um but until you would have the next owners of lep castle would be the darby family <sighs> and uh the that's darby another tan for you guys that's another tan for you do you oh yeah i got another oh, yeah, tan for you yeah. Yeah. Does this one start in the 13th century? No, this one's a little later. Um, Dan, you can you can come in with facts after I fucking spin yeah. a little yarn for you here. Sure, sure. So, <laughs> tale goes, oh. an O'Carroll daughter fell in love with an English prisoner, Darby, and she would sneak him food while they plotted a way to run away together and get married. When she let him out, Darby ended up fighting one of O'Carroll's sons in the stairwell and killed him. The O'Carroll daughter became the only heiress to the castle, meaning that English Darby would inherit the castle too. That's the tale. That's the tale. That's the tale. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. So it's like, yeah, she fell in love. He killed the one son. And now... You, you want know, to hear I'm more? I'm sure... Uh, more to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although the couple soon owned Lep Castle outright, Darby began to slowly lose his grip on sanity. He began to obsessively focus on his money, going so far as to hide it throughout the castle. He then forgot where he hid it and wasn't able to stop searching for the money <laughs> and it wanted so desperately. His ghost is said to be seen around the castle still looking for his riches. Which is not wrong. Uh, like they, his nickname was like the Mad Captain, right? Uh, such yeah, a if you're talking about... Warrior. If you're talking about Jonathan Darby. Yeah, he's uh, like a fucking second. pirate. So, well, he wasn't the first one to have the castle. There was like three before him. Like it was like his great grandfather, I think. Or just it's not how the tale goes down. I, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, so like they would, it, they'd be in possession of the castle until it was taken over by uh, Jonathan Darby, I guess, who is a, uh, he's actually during the, what was it? During the, the Cromwell's like pretty much like their, the reconquest the of Northern Ireland. The fucking so the, witches so, from Scooby-Doo? In the witch yeah. fucking movie? Dude, I remember wow. those. We're the hex girls and we're gonna put a spell on you. It's a good one. No, it's like the the Cromwell, Oliver Cromwell, who headed up an army from uh, from England to take over Northern Ireland. And oh, okay. from all accounts, most of that is pretty brutal. I'd, I'd rather <laughs> deal with fucking him than the hex girls, bud. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Uh, so I... Jonathan Darby the second uh, would marry uh, Mildred Dar or no marry Mildred and so Mildred Darby his wife uh, apparently had a a, a pretty big interest in the paranormal is as Just the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard what, that, Mildred <laughs> what? that Mildred was invested in the toy paranormal well of course you are you're living in a fucking haunted 
castle. I mean, it was also it was pop- like, of course, it was also popular around this time. Like, it would of course, in. you're like interested in it because you're like you're being haunted day and night. <laughs> yeah, you're interested <laughs> as far as like why the fuck is this happening to me? <laughs> yeah, why? I need to figure out what is going on with me and how come I keep waking up uh, screaming in in pain, uh, covered in sweat every night, and I wake up in a different room. Uh, I'm uh, yes. Come you when I see, open I'm these doors, nothing but blood shoots out. Like what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> red rum written if everywhere. Call that like, interesting. Makes sense. Uh, interest in the paranormal was not unusual around this time. It was a very popular thing to kind of do this, and apparently, um, uh, she would hold seances in the castle. Uh, that sounds like a very- terrible idea. She was very interested in uh, apparently a couple of these uh, gatherings. She would do, uh, they do what they call the automatic writing, which is essentially the, it's uh, it's either ghost book. I mean, yeah, you can do it. You can do a ghost book or you can do it like by holding the, the pencil and just letting, you know, let the spirits guide you. Or I think uh, a Ouija board technically counts as automatic writing as well yeah. as in there. So some of that stuff. Uh, Mildred was also a published Gothic horror writer. Um so uh, she did write stories about She her. just was writing her firsthand accounts of living <laughs> in the castle. Yes. Um, and so uh, Lep Castle uh, it would go on and be actually become a target for the IRA during Ireland's fight for independence in 1922. And that's when uh, Jonathan Darby, when they were forced to flee the castle, this is where you get the story of him actually hiding his treasure. And he was said to have- Well, I, I get it. You guys fucking Eng- English dudes hanging out in a castle in Ireland. We could get the fuck out of here, man. Yeah, pretty much. That's, yeah, that's, that would be the sentiment that you could kind of inject in there. And in order to keep the secret of where he hid his treasures, it said that he had killed the two men that had helped him bury it. So very Treasure Island, uh, you know, very Treasure Island. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Also around this time in 1922. That's why I refuse to help anyone move. (laughs) Well, you should also help... I guess this would also be a reason too. So, because apparently in 1922, uh, there uh, a workman who was like working on some renovations for the castle or digging around in the castle made an actual discovery that there was actually that no one really knew that there was a secret hidden dungeon behind a wall in the bloody chapel that nobody knew about until 1922. And think, uh... in the floor of the bloody chapel, they found what is known as an oubliette. Now. An oubliette, uh, if you're not familiar with the term, is a type of dungeon. You can kind of refer to it, but it's a specific type of dungeon. It's a dungeon that you, it's it's kind of like the dungeon beneath dungeons, because this is the place that it is uh, from the French word oublier, which uh, means to forget. Yep. And so you you would toss people down in here and it was usually a dungeon that had a, like the grating or the, the trap door where you would put them in was at the top. So there's no way to get out. Once you put them down yeah. in there, they're not coming out. <laughs> yeah, and you just and you just leave them. Yeah, you just leave them in there. You no and food, just forget about no water. You just and forget just let them die. You guys yeah. want another tale? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'll tell you another tale. Yes. Yeah. Tell us another. I'll tale. tell you a tale, bay. You want a tale, bay? So, like Dan was saying, I was going to talk a little bit of French world to forget, so I could sound all like, oh, but <laughs> fucking ruined. Whatever, it's fine. Yeah. So the entrance to the chamber is a narrow hole originally fitted to form a trap door. So like Dan was saying, it's a fucking trap door. That's terrifying. It's like mm-hmm. Mr. Burns. Yeah. Mr. Burns got has an oubliette. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. he does. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, he does. So like we've talked about before, the O'Carrolls were said to be an extremely cunning and brutal clan, stopping at nothing to achieve domination. 
Legends tell of several occasions where the Okeros would employ other clans as mercenaries to kill off nearby threats. Upon completion of the job, the mercenaries were invited back to Lep Castle for a celebratory feast. Unfortunately for the mercenaries, their feast was poisoned and their throats were cut. Their we just told them. Yeah, I know, but their cor- I'm going to tell you about their corpses were then okay. thrown into the Obliette. 39 of the O'Neill clan are said to be disposed of in that fashion. In 15... 15- just- huh? Okay, go ahead, go ahead. In 1599, another deadly deed occurred at Lepcatzel. Charles O'Carroll, the last chieftain at Lep, was at war with the Earl of Tyrone and hired the McMahon clan from Monaghan as mercenaries. As they were fought, as they fought for him, the O'Carrolls held a feast, like we talked about earlier, and murdered them in their sleep. The McMahon clan are set to be all tossed into the Obliette. Where they still like all their bodies yeah. were just chucked. And in apparently, there. like so they have those spikes in the Obliette. And apparently, mm-hmm. if you didn't get killed by the spikes, you would just be down there and starve to death. And there mm-hmm. was a little window that they would all watch, like people feast and hang out and have a good time as they starve to death. Yeah. It's uh yeah, there were wooden yeah, they found these wooden spikes down there and they found corpses in there. And apparently it took three cartloads uh to actually track like take out all of the, to remove the human bones and skeletons that were in that when they found it. Three cartloads. It's of the bones. Cause it makes me think like at one point when they tossed like the last, the last guy that the O'Carroll's tossed into the oubliette just kind of like fell <laughs> and was just like laying on the top being like, what the fuck guys? Like, why am I laying on yeah. all these dead bodies? Like what's going on here? Well, this is weird. Well, it got to a point where they could just climb yeah, out. Like yeah. this is fucked. I mean, they they said that they found like among the remains of the people they they found a pocket watch there that they dated to the mid eighteen hundred. So that that oh, wow. had been in use for at least that recently. That's fucked. But now, just to go back a little bit, you know, we talked about um, like Mildred Darby and her interest in the paranormal, running seances. Um, some people said that she was like really into an occult practices, and actually, we're going to talk about all the ghosts that are said to have. Are, haunting this area but one of the ghosts that haunt uh lep castle are is actually attributed to her practicing the occult she woke him up part of me part of me wonders you know they say like you know with the ouija board and stuff if you leave it if you leave it open you don't close it properly right you can you can let stuff through part of me always kind of wondered when i was looking into this is that i wonder if mildred darby was experimenting and interested in this stuff because she was trying to figure out a way to get the shit to stop. But in turn, she right? just opened like the door. The shit, the shit she was seeing and and other stuff going on in the house. She's like, I, like trying to get it to stop to either release the spirit or whatever. And uh, just through just incompetence, she just made it worse. Or she wanted to write more books. <laughs> Uh, she needed more material yeah she needed more material to write her books <laughs> yeah. uh, so the castle after after the Irish Civil War pretty much was a bombed out burned out uh, husk of what it had been and it fell into complete disrepair and then pretty much remained empty until the 1970s when an actual ancestor of the original Bannons, Peter Bartlett purchased it and led for the restoration, most of the restoration of the castle. Unfortunately, I think he, he died before they could complete it uh, or, or just after they had completed it. And then the castle ended up being purchased by the, the current owners who have it. Um, 
But yeah, like Brayden said, now that you know a little bit of the history of Lap Castle, you'll understand that perhaps the the title for most haunted castle in uh, in the world uh, is is well earned. After we, we refill our drinks. <laughs> oh yeah, let's uh, let's get a quick beer break and then we'll go through the uh, uh, what kind of ghosts and uh, some other fun facts about Lep Castle. We'll be right back. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. We're back. We're back for more Spooktober spookings uh, with the ghosts of Lep Castle. Now that you know that the bloody past of the O'Carroll and the O'Bannon clans have brought about what is known as the haunted, most haunted castle I just in the world. I like. I. Would, I, I would, I'm still. I'm still. Because we talked about this. I, I talked about this one time. I think we've only talked about one place that has actually been certified by a like a group, a, a, a group that <clears throat> does ratings on haunted places. I think we've only done one. I can't remember which yeah, one it was. Lab Castle. Haunted no, place on Earth. Castle, Dude, we just it, talked about it. We said it's the, haunted, uh, the most haunted place on Earth. So obviously yeah, it has, mean, to a lot. <laughs> has to be. Has to be damn. <laughs> right. Listen, we should verify these I, things. I like, do, do you, any of you guys, th- like you think of a castle, do you not, like obviously a castle has to be paranormally activated. It just has to. Even without all the fucking O'Carroll murders. You just have assume there's a lot of castles. There's a lot of castles. We talked about other castles. They all have to be. I can't imagine there not being a nearly headless Nick roaming the halls of any castle. There are some castles that are not haunted. No way. No dice. <laughs> Don't believe it. Not for a second. How long? Know, how sure. old are these castles, man? They got to be haunted. Some bad shit's Plank happened out. there. For sure. <laughs> Same with insane uh, asylums. Both of them. Castles and insane asylums. Every time. Haunted. I. 99.9% of the time. Works every time. Yeah. So, uh, of the ghosts that haunt uh, haunt Lep Castle, you have a couple of them now. Naturally, of course, you have the spirit of the murdered O'Carroll priest uh, apparently haunts the bloody chapel. Thaddeus. People have said that Thad. They call him, uh, I heard they call him Thaddy the Baddie. Thaddy the Baddie? Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Uh, that totally made that up. <laughs> And you have the Got you, Dan. (laughs) (laughs) You agreed to a made up fact. Gotcha. Um, So, yeah, people have reported actually seeing a figure, a a hooded figure, and sometimes an unhooded figure, which they identify as a monk (laughs) of some type or a priest of some type with a tonsure on his head. Um, Not really. Are we sure these are the same entities, though? It's like one of them's got a hood, one of them doesn't. Well, I mean, yeah, it could maybe just be, two different ones. Yeah, he's just like sometimes he's a little hot, and he's just got to put his head. And sometimes yeah, it's cold. Like, uh, no, but like that's his thing. Like he's he's gonna spook. He's got to have his look. Got to look the same. <laughs> he's, gonna, he's gonna spook. Yeah, he's gonna go. Spook. He's gotta have his look. Yeah, yeah. gonna right. go spooking. If the if the hood's up, you're in trouble. Absolutely. Also in the main hall, there is telltale of two spirits of young girls that seem to wander in and out. Uh, yeah, the young girls, uh, uh, Emily and Charlotte, uh, as they go by. 
And Emily died at age 11 when she fell from the battlements. Um, many people see her ghost falling from the castle and then it disappears right before it hits oh, the ground. Sure. Um, so we're talking like, Charlotte, we're talking like OG fucking Bran Stark here. Yeah. Perhaps. Okay. Yeah. All right. Except, or it's just being kids paralyzed. being dumb because it's like, yeah, <laughs> like, she, nah, it doesn't make sense. Kids are never dumb. Kids yeah, kids are never dead. Kids are never. You're never ah, constant. You've never tried to no, stop your the kid, kid from climbing a castle. Sauce is fucking these two brother and sister. Good old fashioned rock jumping. Yeah. Well, and the the only thing known about the other other ghost Charlie is that she had a gimpy leg that she dragged behind her. Could oh, man, maybe George R. R. Martin knows a lot about this castle and he's stealing from it. I mean, yes. <laughs> like all of Game um, of is all. Yes, yes. That's that's terrifying ghost, definitely Aaron Hall. Like you hear, you hear like a wooden claw dragging on the ground. You peek out, you see a little little girl dragging a, a little tiny leg behind her, like a dead, like little, just a, a ghost dead of weight. fucking Timmy or whatever his name Club is. Put it, ugh, like yeah. a, a big old noodle leg, like ugh. Ugh. <laughs> noodle leg. <laughs> well, that's what I picture. That's what like the descriptions are. Right? I mean, yeah, she's I dragging just, a dead, deformed leg. Yeah, it's just a noodle leg. Sounds yeah, sounds really. Yeah, <laughs> that's what's happening there. It's terrifying. Uh, they're often seen. They're often seen uh, together, though, in the halls, uh, which which is an interesting yeah, like, fact that we never bring up. So it's like they're crawl, army talked, crawling around because they both got fucking dicked legs. Like, what? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, even these two young girls have been seen with. Um, <laughs> So, um, sitting with the priest, minds a priest yeah, the, ghost. The priest is standing there, and then you got the two girls, like those dogs that just walk on their front legs with their legs dragged. Yeah, <laughs> I can't. yeah, it's so fucked up. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's fucked. It, 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucked up. Uh, I'm sorry, Emily and Charlotte. It brings a, me. Yeah, it brings a it brings a interesting thought though that to me is because a lot of the times when we talk about ghosts, we talked about like the stone tape theory of like maybe these things are just like a repeats, but like this would this seemingly would point out that these ghosts have all died in different times, but in the afterlife are seemingly interacting with each other, which would we I haven't heard a lot of. Outside of like American horror story or like some fucking movie, but like actual accounts, like not very often have I comes to mind where this happens. Yeah. So you have a, yeah. So singular apparitions are definitely the, uh, probably the majority of the things that you see, especially at Leap Castle, because the next one, uh, one of the, I guess the supernatural superstars of the castle apparently is the Red Lady. Um, and lady this, in red, oh, this is ghost dancing is dancing with me. Yeah, it's a fucking it's classic, a, boys. Krista Berg. No, well, this is a fucking well, dark, taking yeah. <laughs> dark not twist. A, this is not a great love song. For this isn't where the fucking banger from Krista Berg is, is no, it no. originated from. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> absolutely no. not. I hope not. Pretty sure Krista Berg <laughs> is Canadian too, boys. He's got some other. Don't pay the ferryman. That's a fucking banger too. Look it up if you don't know about it. That's a banger. Uh, Hashtag look it up. Got it. (laughs) She's one of the most encountered uh, ghosts in Lep Castle though, is the red lady. Uh, She's often seen in what is known as the blue room, which apparently used to be a nursery. And it's said that this this red lady is often identified by wearing a long red dress. Uh, She's described as being tall and lean and having long brown hair. Listen, we got to interrupt you here, buddy, because this is big news. 
Sure. Christopher, not Canadian. You know where he's from? Where? Ireland. Ireland. Okay. Oh. Oh. This could, oh, it could be. be the lady in red is then about this. Has to be. We don't know. Has to be. I hope not. <laughs> okay. I hope not. Uh, so uh, one of the... One of the most identifiable characteristics of the Red Lady is that she's also she's often seen carrying uh, what seems to be a dagger, always in the upraised position, uh, as if she's getting ready to strike. And so, well, I some mean, people face him down. Some some people see her, and it seems like they'll notice her, and she doesn't have it. But when she sees you, she ra- she just gives you the old like, ha, ha, like I'm gonna. You want you want some of this? Like she eyes. fucking yeah, she throws it up and like does a lunge, like she's gonna fucking stab you. Uh, and so there's a couple of legends as the possible to the possible origins of the Red Lady. So the first legend says that she was actually a rape victim of one of the O'Carrolls. Since that would kind of track fucking with their O'Carrolls entire, boys, they're yeah, awful it would track people. With their reputation of of cruelty. Yeah. Is there a shittier um, family? <laughs> I mean, probably yeah. if we went through the history That's books, fair. yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably, it's a guarantee. Is there a shittier? <laughs> family in Ireland? Probably not. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> like, probably. I think it was a real crazy. Well, it's not the Bloomfields. Um, uh, so apparently it, the, the legend goes that she got pregnant by one of the uh, one of the O'Carrolls and that when the child was born, the O'Carrolls actually killed the baby uh, with a dagger. Baby and murder? Upon delivery. Upon delivery. Baby murder. Baby murder. Yeah. That's no whole different stuff. Boys. Baby murder, that's next level. You could just give that baby to somebody else and be like, this is your baby now. <laughs> right? Uh, another version is that she actually managed to take the dagger and kill herself as well uh, after they had after they had killed their, her baby. That makes sense. I would. And um, uh, this, this spirit has been confirmed, or at least uh, was actually uh, written about by Mildred Darby. Like we do have accounts of her personal accounts of seeing this apparition uh, crying in the blue room, uh, perhaps. Well, it makes she- sense. And I mean, like this is like stereotypical ghosts that we've talked about, like, you know, extreme trauma, uh, takes her own life, like disgruntled spirit, like obviously hanging. baby, like that's fucking. Yeah, right. It, it's fucked up. And then, like it, now, when you hear the stories of the ghosts, it's like it looks like she wants to stab someone. It's like, yeah, no shit. I'd want to stab someone too. Hundred uh, percent. And there, are, there are a couple other ghosts. I think Andrew said they had a couple of other ones that have, have kind of roam around the uh, the Lep Castle or have been sighted by other people who have frequented the grounds. Is that correct? The unknown screaming woman. Unknown screaming woman. <laughs> yeah. The unknown that's screaming. A good, that's a good credit roll. I, I, who are you? I was uh, unknown screaming absolutely. woman one. That's on IMDb. <laughs> yeah. The unknown screaming woman is thought to be another O'Carroll murder victim. Because, you know, they have another a one. lot of There's them. There's plenty of them, yeah. <laughs> she, was, she has been described as having very few clothes on and with a red cloth over oh. her face. She screams twice very loudly before disappearing. That's it. That was Just, fucking ah, awful. Ah, yeah, ah, terrifying. Ah. Gone. Ninja Gone. dust. Uh, there's also uh, what people call it. That uh, sounds worse. not a clown. That sounds way worse than the it's not a clown. screaming lady. Um, now, numerous people were imprisoned and executed in Lepkaus. We've talked about this, um, and which is well, why they get tossed in the fucking people, omelet. We talked yeah, about it. Yeah, <laughs> which is why people you get all scrambled in the omelet yeah. uh, with all the other ghosts. Um, 
so one of the most terrifying beings that reside in the castle is claimed to be called it. And it is a small creature about the size of a sheep and it has a decaying face. Uh, it is believed that when it appears, it is accompanied by a smell of sulfur and the smell of a decaying corpse. Mm. Now, now I will say this. It also sounds like another ghost. So, you know, I got this from two different sources. Another ghost, the elemental. And the elemental is believed, you know, it's believed to be a ghost that can only pop up on the countrysides and they attach themselves to particular places. And if you've watched Ghost Hunters or whatever, they did an episode where they went there quite funny uh and they were talking about the elemental is that like this ghost don't give a fuck but if you provoke the elemental like it will it will fuck with you back he doesn't like to be fucked with um so some people actually attribute the elemental uh haunting lep castle to mildred darby's she opened up the gates gates. yeah she opened up the gates um which resulted in the awakening of the elemental and it, it basically even Mildred Darby wrote about this ordeal in 1909. She said she was standing in a gallery when she felt somebody put a hand on her shoulder. When she looked, she saw a thing about the size of a sheep with a gaunt inhuman face. It had black cavities for eyes and it had the smell of a decomposing corpse. Um, And some people say that like, because Mildred Darby perhaps opens some sort of gateway that all the elements for this elemental were present at this area. Like it's just like all these tortured souls, fire, (laughs) water. (laughs) It had it all. It had it all. It had all the elements. And it's now the fifth element at Leap Castle, Lep Castle. I like it. It's also known as Lilu. Lilu. (laughs) Terrifying. Uh, Decay face Lilu. Yeah, that, that was the account that had been published. I think uh, she actually wrote to a uh, gothic horror like publication, and she wrote about her experience with the elemental, talking about how uh, it, yeah, it was accompanied with the smell of sulfur. And to this very day, people report like smelling that that smell of sulfur, decaying flesh, often I'll accompanies a strange experience. Any time <laughs> over decaying flesh, decaying flesh <laughs> is the worst smell on the fucking planet. You'll never get it. You lasts in your nostrils for days after you smell it. And it's horrifying. You can, you can <laughs> you get dip used to it. Like two fucking dollops of Vicks fucking vapor up and you just dice them up in your nose. Still smell it. <laughs> you can't get rid of it. It's fucking worst. You get, you get used to it. That's uh, so it's, Check out so the brain's floorboards immediately. <laughs> <laughs> so Check in my omelet. Check you got omelet? omelet? Would you like to know? Nope. I would not. Uh, so for a lot, for a while, I believe the castle really would, didn't cater to the paranormal investigators. But in recent years, like I think starting in like the the early two thousands, you had a number of paranormal investigators being admitted to the castle, and 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 then oh. some are allowed to like stay overnight in a couple of cases. Yeah, and every every fucking paranormal investigator says the same thing: no one's allowed to stay here. But I know someone who knows someone who lets me stay. Here. Every single one of them said the same fucking thing. Obviously, they're letting them all in. Well, yeah, I'm sure they, they just called ahead. Yeah, they, like, yeah. they say that. But you know what they also say all the time? Probably. Probably. What? Like, what? Can you imagine these ghosts being like, I don't fight you for the What you doing here? Like, pardon? Like, what the fuck you saying, ghost? 
Oh, I will say this. I watch a couple of documentaries. You can't understand what the fuck they're saying. And I was like, I had to turn on the fucking YouTube captions because I was like, I don't know what this guy's saying. That's what I'm saying. He's a ghost. And then even the YouTube captions, I was like, there's no way that's what he's saying. This doesn't make any sense. Yeah, like what? Hey, Javert, get out of my castle. Hey, get back and back. Hey, what about speed? These guys were I got a fucking knife and I'm late in red. You better fuck off. murder whole room. Yeah. So fucking bad. We're so shitty at this. Fucking talk about omelets and fucking bullshit Irish accents. I'm gonna derail this even further. I'm so disappointed because in Dan's notes, you got a tail. Dan's Dan's <laughs> notes. He's like Lep Castle, lo- located in County Offaly, and I was gonna be like, you want to know why? Because it's awfully big. <laughs> I thought I was gonna. <laughs> Dropping a dad joke. You were waiting and he skipped the first yeah, line of his notes. You're like, ah. me. I'm like, no, you, no, you guys skipped it. You that guys was the dad, dad That was the dad That's joke. Like, I'm not going to go fucking back. Century. I was so ready <laughs> to fucking drop dick. it down. Oh, that's good. That's uh, good. Yeah, but I got dicked. I didn't get it. I didn't mm. get to fucking say well, it. Well, you did now. You got it there. Yeah, I had <laughs> Now, there's another. Okay, this is. And this is so funny. I'm like, this is obviously lost in translation because this sounds like what we've already talked about, you know, uh, the brothers quarreled uh, for the ownership of the castle. It's, it sounds like the one brother stabbing the other brother uh, in the chapel, right? But they say this room, this one room, <laughs> coined the murder hole room. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's just the, that's because the, the omelet, Americans didn't it? want to say omelet. Yeah, they were like, some Americans didn't want to say omelet. It's like They're freedom like, fries. Like, we're not calling French fries right? a freedom fries. I'm not calling it. What is that? Omelet. Some French, some from Nancy word. I can't I'm read that. that. I can't read that. I can't I read that. that what should we call it? Murder it's the freedom hole. room. <laughs> I mean, it's a fairly accurate description of what an oubliette yeah. is. Um, like, so it's where they find you from your life. It's a freedom room. So the murder hole room, um, also called the muckle hole room, not by anyone there. Uh, <laughs> it's, um, there's a big blood stain on the floor, apparently, and it is said to be uh, from where the man, uh, one man stabbed his brother to death. So that sounds to me like the chapel. Yeah, the red room area. Or but I, it's hard to say, but they say that in this murder hole room, which I, it's hard to say because I'm like, it also sounds like the chapel, but it also sounds like the oh, that's room. Um, that's definitely the chapel. I've heard this too. There's still yeah, blood stains yeah, yeah. in it. Yeah, so I would say that they they say that this is probably one of the most paranormally activated rooms in the castle, um, and they get the most activity in this room. More than Unless the omelet room? The go- There's fucking three carts yeah, of dude. bodies coming out of the omelet room. Dude, on, on a, I just got to quickly say, on a, I, I watched the Ghost Hunters episode on this, and I fucking hate those shows a lot of the time. <laughs> just really fucking hate them. And this one was particularly bad. Uh, one of the guys, like they spent 10 minutes on one of the guys because he wouldn't fly because he's scared because he had a bit of turbulence fucking two years ago when he's traumatized. He's like... Until you get the fear like I have it, no, you'll never know. I sympathize. And I get guess it. he got on the plane and then he got off the plane and he goes, listen, I look around the airport, everyone here, they're getting on a plane. I just think they're going to die. Everyone here is going to die. And if I get on the plane, I'll be one of them. I'm like, you let your friends go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you let your body, you let all your, all your buddies and all the production crew get on the fl- plane because you like a little bit selfish. It's kind of, uh, it's like, how can you like be a paranormal investigator and not 
want to fly, like not want to go somewhere where like there's a lot more haunted places than just the places that you could drive to. And you'd be like, I don't want to fly. Buddy, he talks to fucking dead people on the rag. He knows. They tell him, don't go on the planes, man. But none of them died died in plane crashes. (laughs) (laughs) They're saying don't go on planes because they don't even know what it is. Um, no, yeah, by that reasoning, it's like you should go on a plane because nobody does. Like nobody, no they talk to their ghost. They, they talk to their spooky buddies, and they're like, "Listen, my buddy was on flight three seventy. You don't want to be on plane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, but the um, there's a scene where a guy's walking outside and he trips and falls, and he's just like, "I got, I got push something, push me, something, push me over." <laughs> Something pushed me. I'm like, you tripped, you asshole. Uh, but it was a pr- pretty interesting episode. If you want to watch Ghost Hunters uh, on this, um, but yeah, they go. They were getting some activity in uh, the murder hole room. They were looking for the demonic force known as the elemental. Yes, they were provoking it. I think it was the the, the exact. I watched the same episode. Idea. So they were they were provoking it. They called it a wuss. I even what? though I, yeah. I'm sure like yeah. a, a, a why like the a fuck 18, like. Like an it like a nineteenth was it like a twentieth century an early twentieth century ghost wouldn't really want to know. Listen, like what, that's if that's an Irish ghost, it's a fucking stubborn ghost. Those guys are still getting paranormal. <laughs> they wouldn't know activated. what a whistle is. They're fucking chasing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they're like they're like shh, shh, I got it I got it shh, shh. come on you yeah there's whistle. there's some there's some confusion around the legend of the elemental as to whether it was it was summoned by the druids like it was put there as a some sort of protector spirit or perhaps it was summoned by by Mildred Darby or something like that but um yeah if it were a druid spirit I was like I would really assume that it didn't understand English like <laughs> well and a druid spirit would make sense too because like so it's like perhaps there was already something there on these grounds that kind of like isn't it on a ley line? This, this kind of hold on. Isn't it on a ley line? It's got to be. It's on, it has you to know be on a ley line. Has to. <laughs> it is. You heard it here first. It's on a ley line. It's on a ley line. <laughs> yeah. And guess what? Guess what? It is on the. Uh, it is on the edge of Craig's triangle. Right. Isn't that crazy? Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. It's on the edge of right Craig's there. triangle, which is crazy. Just inside, right, right on the border of Craig's triangle. Um, but like a druid. I think that kind of made sense to me where I was like, okay, like maybe this was, you know, like some sort of uh, spirit summoned by the Druids or whatever they would conjure up. And that's just what that brought all this more misfortune to people because it maybe it would like play with people, play with people's minds. Right. Uh, And just make them do these terrible things. Like um, the brother who stabbed his other brother, you know, maybe it was in his, in his head being like, you know, like this is the only way, this is the only way you're going to get ahead is you got to kill him. You got to have to. Cause like some of the shit sounds like, it it sounds like crazy, like crazy. Like someone, people had some mental illness back then. So it, it, I was kind of wondering if like maybe that could be an explanation for all the the kind of um the all the all the sh- sh- crazy shit that happened to people is that maybe the spirit was just is just there toying with people that live there uh I mean, feel like people were s- super killy back then though yes we got a problem we might as well kill them they were it's called Macbeth like there's a there's like a, that's Scotland but it's like it's still it, yeah people were super killy back yeah. in the 13th 14th 15th centuries yeah, yeah everybody was killing everybody <laughs> or me and Dan agree uh, like it's a I dig yes, it yes cause 
History is extreme. History around that time was extremely violent. And I'm 100% sure you'd find a bunch of more crazy stuff uh, if you went back around that and, and looked up the histories of some of these clans. <laughs> like, yeah, everybody was super killing everybody. <laughs> uh, but I, yeah, it, if it were... Um, if it were some type of uh, druid spirit, but th- that's the thing. But that's the thing, though, because everybody says that, or at least most of the, the uh, I guess whatever the majority of the things I read about the elemental, they were saying that it doesn't. It's mostly benign. Like it just sits there. It doesn't really do anything. You might feel its presence, but it doesn't really mess with you unless you provoke it um, mm-hmm. somehow. Uh, I guess provoking it, and then when it it reaches out to interact with you, it either pushes you. Or uh, kind of tugs on your shirt as a, I guess. Like what pushes you off a ledge? No, uh, I mean a, like pushing, oh. like gently shoves you down a the, probably a loose, loose incline that has a bunch of rocks oh. on it, I guess, I suppose. Uh, um, yeah, the, the place, like, I mean, Ireland's chock full of ghosts. Like Ireland, uh, Irish culture oh, yeah. is chock full of ghosts and spirits. You do a whole it case a, file on... Irish folk folklore. I mean, you could do 10 case files on Irish folklore. I mean, there are people who spend their entire lives uh, writing entire essays and books about Irish folklore, and you won't nail it all down because seems it seems like is, a waste of time because we can do it in one episode. We could do one episode. Sum on it all up. <laughs> 100 or not. I mean, we could, I mean, yes, we could because then like it would be. Uh, about like 10% facts and then you guys just bullshitting and making shit up for the rest of the thing. <laughs> like, uh, it would be wow. I've never. Uh, All right. Yeah. That is fucking blasphemous. You. Uh, and yes. then, but uh, like the entire thing about Lep Castle is that it is, it is located in an area that is not, not, I guess like a stranger to, to unusual things happening. Because yeah, it's um, a castle. I mean, not just the castle, though, but the, uh, there's another location, apparently, that's not far from Lep Castle called Montpelier Hill, which is in the in the same location. Uh, Montpelier Hill uh, is apparently a place where um, they had built, like, it, there was a, some type of lodge that was built there uh, by uh, William Connolly, who at the time, uh, during the 1700s, was the wealthiest man, one of the wealthiest men in Ireland. And then he built his hunting lodge lodge there and then it's said that this this specific lodge that he built was either built on top of or they had destroyed or in some way uh, incorporated the stones from a sacred cairn that had been located there previously Ooh. so built by you know it's it's an ancient gravesite hey, listen, had fucking with a cairn's bad enough you fuck with a sacred cairn big mistake so for a, <laughs> for a number of managers, years man. for getting real chewed out oh, yeah. for, and it yeah, and it did, or it came back to haunt them in a literal sense because yeah. the the actual, I want to talk to the general manager. Oh, the Jesus. entire roof of the lodge was apparently blown off during a storm a couple of years after it was built. So people saying that the spirits had probably you know exercised their anger upon the lodge at being uh, yeah you know having their their gravesite desecrated in such a way, but also that this lodge was uh, hosted a another group 
uh, called the Hellfire Club, and not just the one from uh, Strange. You know, everyone yeah, is from Stranger cool. Things and, uh, and all from that. Marvel. Is, this is the and Marvel. We'll talk about that before Strange, Stranger Things. It was, yeah, it was. Um, but this was the the OG Hellfire Club that was founded in 1735, uh, attributed to one Richard Parsons and then a couple other uh, number of people because apparently this this group, there's there's like an English and there's also like an Irish Hellfire Club. There's a couple different ones apparently when this one popped oh, up. There's chapters, chapters all over the world. Um, and it was said that the Hellfire Club was one of those clubs that dabbled in black magic, uh, it was saying that, uh, you know, also, uh, that the Richard Parsons was the, uh, the first Earl of Ross. He was also a grandmaster of the first Irish Freemason lodge. Um, there's a couple of stories that concern the hellfire club there. Uh, there's one saying that, um, the president was also often named the King of hell and would dress like Satan with horns, wings, hooves, everything. And that perhaps some of their ceremonies, uh, included, uh, animal sacrifice, uh, specifically cats. Up. There's cats that are involved with this, uh, used in summonings of uh, various demons and spirits. Uh, and it was said that it was natural or it was usual during their ceremonies or during their meetings, they would set an actual place at their table for the devil uh, in anticipation that he would attend uh, one of these things. Um, and then there's also people who say that there's just, just a reason for rich guys to get together and have uh, drunken orgies together. So, I mean. Yeah, gin. When else are you going to have gin fizzies? <laughs> right? Uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure you can have them disgusting. without having a fucking drunken rich guy orgy. Like, that doesn't sound like a great time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, th this this area is not not unknown for it. it's it's a bit of paranormal stuff that goes on i did yeah, you don't have to look far no uh and so lep castle with its its violent history and its, its things i mean it's like we said the, the bloody chapel that that chapter from lep castle's uh, history if there was a place that was going to be haunted like you'd say like that checks all the fucking boxes for oh, uh, uh, 100%. <laughs> to something that would presage a, uh, a haunting that you'd be like, you have two brothers, you have fratricide, two brothers killing each other. Uh, you know, one being an actual priest, uh, you know, a, uh, a, a man of God in a chapel in front of your entire family and then left to die there on the pulpit bleed out, uh, you know, uh, yeah, that would be something to be like, yeah, if I if I went back there, I would guarantee that this place would be fucking haunted, of course. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> um and so yeah, and and then you have the entire Carroll clan and and their list of uh atrocities. That's got to be the fucking clan that's full of the most motherfuckers ever. Like these guys are the worst, <laughs> O'Carrolls. Yeah. They have to be. Yeah. Uh, but, but it is a place you can go visit. Um, and I, I believe it's, it's not that far from Dublin. Like you can actually get a visit if it were be, if it were going to, uh, eh, I'd I'm probably good. go visit it. I'd be fun. I think it'd be neat to, to visit sometime. Oh, I'd go, I'd go to the left castle. Fucking 100%. crazy. Why? What do you got to gain there? It's nice fucking in the anywhere. daytime. Like it's nice. There's tons there. of cool shit to do in Ireland. There's a, there's yeah. a, I, I believe at least in Montpelier Hill. And I think, I think. Lep Castle as well. There are some nice walking paths to kind of go go out there. You can enjoy the the Irish countryside, uh, you know, for the for the uh, beautiful scenery out there. Um, if not the the haunted castles. 
I'm pretty sure every Irish castle is probably haunted. It has all ca- I'm, that's what I'm saying. Every castle is haunted. Not all castles, I'd say, all, especially all Irish them. castles. But probably All of the castles are haunted. Every single one of them. All of yep. the castles. Have to be. I mean, there's some really nice castles in Spain, and I don't think they're haunted. Not <laughs> no, they have to be. Every one of them has a suit of armor that comes alive at night and haunts the place. I guess mm-hmm. it's a prerequisite for having a castle. Like, yeah, they also have. have a fucking shit ton of doors right beside each other where you can like run into them and hide this, and when you run into the Scooby ghost. Scooby-Doo, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. Really slippery <laughs> floors so when you run, you don't go anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Standard. But this is the beginning of spooky season. Yeah, that was Dan's uh, oh, yeah. pick. This first Spooktober season. That was Dan's pick this for Spooktober. We uh, spooky spookier. castle. It's going to get spookier. It's going to get bloodier. It's going to get scarier. You're not going to be able to sleep because this is Spooktober. Um, Theorite of the week this week. Um, first off, uh, I'm going to do a quick, you know, we discussed something on the beginning of the show, but I'm going to mix it up. Theorite of the week this week is Zell for giving us a fucking break. Uh, <laughs> it's just stuck at taking it, eh? Uh, so, Zell, hey, good on you. Thank you for finally taking a show off to give the rest of us a fucking break. Dad's the way the, the boys play. From from all the LOLs and oh, you guys are fucking up, LOL. And, <laughs> those are know, me. Those suck. The, I, hate yeah, those. I hate getting those LOLs from Zell. Um Anyways, congratulations, Zell, on your first ever uh, theorite of the week. Congratulations. Uh, Well-deserved, buddy. Uh, If you want theory of the week, I will make you a deal. Uh, We record in another week's time. And if you want theorite of the week, go ahead. We have another show, Sports Conspirators. It's just started. We got three episodes out. Uh, By the time you're listening to this, maybe four, maybe five, maybe six. Head to Sports Conspirators, give it a like and follow, uh, give it a five-star review. The best five-star review from Sports Conspirators, uh, I will be given a serious look at for Theory of the Week because uh, I will know it's coming from you guys. Uh, it'd be much help uh, for the new show growing. You'll like it. It's similar to this, but with sports and sports-related conspiracies. Um, so congratulations, Zell, and... Uh, We'll go there, go from there. Anything else before uh, I play the theme music? No. Happy, happy Spooktober. <laughs> happy Spooktober. Do we got, uh, do we got and, the and Patreon for, people to read off? Do we have that? Oh, I got the Patreon oh, okay. I was just checking. It wasn't in the notes. That's I'm going to play sure. the music. I'm gonna, I even got the music to play on the live stream. I don't know how loud it's going to be. Probably going to be overpowering. I don't <laughs> give a shit. Um, <laughs> if you, if you, you like our show, if you like what we do as a base show, you want to support it? help us grow head to patreon.com slash alien theorist podcast uh and in return we'll give you hours we probably got close to hours. 300 hours. hours of bonus and material hours. you get sports conspirators early as so you get cosmic channels early you get att probably about three to four weeks early now uh you get tons of bonus stuff it's insane how much we do on the extra um and it helps keep the lights on so head to patreon.com slash alien theorist podcast nerds and fucking japan Dan- there's some tons of shit speaking of dnd fuck come on speaking of uh new patreon supporters we got uh chris chambliss 
John Jacoby. Is there supposed to be music or is there music? There's music. You guys just can't hear oh, it. Oh, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> I was like, Veyondu. Ah, I don't know. Oh, never mind. Hey, fuck you. He deleted it. I read that by mistake. Suck it, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got Peyton McKiff. Uh, we got I am Steven Tucker. Chief Soda Pop. And that rounds out our newest Patreon supporters. Thank you. It means the world to us uh, that you support our little show. And uh, we couldn't do it without you. And as we always say at the end of these things, keep those eyes on the skies. Stick around for After Hours. Just asking me what an HOA is. <laughs> Why were you yeah, asking me? Well, because I said, hey, any hypotheticals in the chat? And fucking Chris said, how do you feel about HOAs, which is homeowners? Feel bad about it, bud. Yeah. Quite possibly the worst question ever been asked. <laughs> Both yeah, history of questions. Like, <laughs> terrible. <laughs> uh, I guess. I mean, if that's what the, they meant, I mean, that's what I know what HOAs means. Homeowners. I don't even know what a homeowners association is. I don't care. I, I never I hate it. it. I hate it too. It sounds stupid. It stinks. Bunch of upper middle class people getting together and telling you how to mow your lawn. Essentially, sorry, that's terrible. Why would you want to talk about that when we could talk about the fact that Detroit Lions won in September? Is that a rare occurrence? Oh yeah, boys. We have this hasn't happened in years. This hasn't happened in a long time. Not to mention too, we did we lost week one against the Eagles. But the fucking Vikings only put seven points on the Eagles. We put 35 on them. That's three games in a row we've put up over 30 fucking points. What's your record? It's a big deal, boys. One and one. But you've said three weeks. Yeah, that was that, that was that was the last that was last year, two weeks. 16. We put up over 30. So that's three games in a row we put up over 30 points. Big fucking deal, boys. This ain't your old this ain't you your same old Detroit Lions, pal. You know what's a good question that I want to ask? Why on earth do they put so many goddamn pretzels in Munchie Mix? Are you thirsty? These pretzels oh, making you thirsty? Yeah, dude, the pretzels are the worst part. Are they making you thirsty? <laughs> oh, oh, you're taking full advantage of Zell not being here, eh? Eating chips. Yeah, and just fucking oh, munch yeah. down on yeah. us. Yeah. You can eat while we're, uh, while we're Zell would be fucking yeah. just... Zell's vampire ears can hear you crunching from here and he's pissed. Mm. Oh yeah, he's Did fucking pissed. Choke. I guarantee you, <laughs> Zell edits this. He's gonna send me a fucking thirty-second audio clip of all the chewing. And he'd be like, <laughs> "Serious?" <laughs>
I'm a, I, hey, look at me. I'm the captain now. <laughs> oh my God. Listen, like, I just fucking, I don't know what he gives a fuck. But DeAndre Swift put on like a buck 60 fucking <laughs> yards against the Eagles. Dalvin Cook, who is one of the best running backs in the NFL, put up like fucking, how many did he put up? 17 yards. That's all he got. To, it's fuck boys. Game against your the team. The tides are changing. <laughs> tides are fucking changing. <laughs> all right. It's perfect. Our episode, Sports and Spirit episode, is about the Lions comes out next week. Fuck, it's good. It's about fucking time because the curse is over, boys. It's all about Honolulu Blue. I'm drinking the yeah. fucking Kool Aid. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. drunk on it. It's about time. I'm fucking drunk on it. You guys going to make the playoffs, you think? I think we're going. What's your early I think season prediction? I, I think we're going fucking. Like play two games. <laughs> and there's only like what? 12 left? Yes. No, there's 16 games now. Oh, okay. 14 more. 14 left. Are they going to play on Thanksgiving? They always do. Didn't. Didn't, or is that Cowboys that somebody Cowboys didn't play last and time? Lions always play on Thanksgiving? I thought it was one year they didn't. Oh, then it's usually no. they lose on Thanksgiving. <laughs> Absolutely, we normally lose on Thanksgiving. We're gonna lose. They usually on, play the Bears. Listen, is it like the Bears? No, no, no. Like they usually, no. I would love it if we're playing the Bears on Thanksgiving, but we're playing the fucking Buffalo Bills, and we're definitely gonna lose on Thanksgiving. Probably like a thousand percent. They're so good. They are fucking. It's insane how good they are. And it's funny to watch the fucking... We got a little Discord beef between... Uh, who's the fuck? Irish Potato and uh, and Ron's Ponderings. Because Ron Ponderings is huge fucking Buffalo Bills fan. Sure. Ron Ponder... Or, uh, and, and the Irish Potato. What was his name before? Fuck, it's driving me nuts. Sean. Sean, yes. Sean. And Sean is a huge fucking Patriots fan and he's just he tries to bash the Bills every chance he gets but they're gonna get f the Pats are gonna get fucking smashed by the Bills this year like they won't even stand a chance um, guys gonna be crying tater tots for months you know what um, surprised me I just found out I felt stupid and I, this is like this is a belief that I've held since a, a young child so it's just a belief that's gone unchecked since I was a young child. Sure. Similar to Aunt Duke. That you won the jumping from a rock competition? <laughs> yeah. No. Um, okay. Since a young child, I believe that the Buffalo Sabres emblem was a buffalo. It's not? It's a goat! No, Is that surprising? No, it's not a goat. It's a fucking it's a buffalo with two swords, buddy. No, it's a, it's a fucking goat head. Cause I saw someone, someone wrote it. Someone was like, "Oh yeah, they got the fucking silver red goat head," and I'm like, "Goat head, silver and red, the fucking buffalo, you fucking I'm talking about idiots. the original, like the blue and gold is it's a buffalo. The blue and gold head. is definitely a got buffalo. It's a goat head. Look it up, man. It's, I was rattled. Dude, buffalo sabers. That's fucking. That's a buffalo, bro. They're both. Buffaloes. It's a goat head. It's a buffalo, dude. I was rattled. The blue and gold is a buffalo. The original logo is definitely a buffalo. I'm no, looking no, at it right not, now, man. That's not a goat. I thought it was a. I thought me too. I. That's a buffalo. I'm looking that's at the blue. Are you looking at Why the, the fuck the, the, would they have it? That's 100% a buffalo. Why would it be a goat? That makes no sense. <laughs> you are so much you gotta, better than Yeah, this. you're going to have to show me something you're no, looking no. at because I don't know if it's like... <laughs> that is 100% a buffalo. Which one are you looking at here? 
their fucking initial sure logo. Red... It's definitely a fucking. That's a buffalo. It's a buffalo. Dude. <laughs> That's a goat. It's called the goat head jersey. It blew my mind. Look, Sabres goat head uniform returning. You go to their official website. It's it's named the goat head. And I'm like, what? I was blown away. Okay. So it is called the goat head jersey. Weird. It's crazy. I thought jersey. it was a buffalo my whole life. It doesn't even make, it's not a fucking goat. There's no fucking way it's a goat. It's a goat. Well, it's <laughs> I know. Not. There's, it's not. Why would you have it a goat? It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard because it should be a buffalo. A buffalo. But look, Buffalo Sabres bring back goat head jersey. No. Sabres goat head maybe uniform that means, Maybe they're saying the greatest of all time head jersey. Because <laughs> that that's, that's a, a buffalo. Thing. That's not a goat, dude. That's, that's a, not a goat. I, I agree. I was like, that's the dumbest thing ever. It's a buffalo. And it's your jersey's a buffalo because that's what makes sense. It's crazy. It's wild, but it unfortunately it's a goat head. And I believe the my Buffalo Sabres logo features a white buffalo, a symbol of good life, leaping in between two cross swords in a royal blue circle. Right, that's the blue one, but this is the other one. This is the alternate jersey that they call the goat Where's head that jersey. One? This one, yes, this one. That's what I've been saying. Jersey. That's a fucking. This goat. is the that's buffalo. A buffalo. Yes, but this one is a goat head. It's not a goat. And head. I thought it was they a probably buffalo. make a joke saying it's the goat head, but it's not. That doesn't make any sense. It's not. It's not at all. It's a fucking definitely a buffalo. They call it the goat head jersey. Yeah, because it's the greatest of all time head jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Why would they have a goat? Um, that makes no sense. You're so wrong on. on every level. You're fucking using Google images to prove your point. That's fucking, you're, no, you're wrong. <laughs> uh, so this, this cheese... I think I may have talked about this before. For my entire it. life. And it's for my entire life. The same thing with me. I fucked that up. I have sure. read this cheese. I go to this this store for my whole life, 33 years on this earth. I would go to the store and I would say, Ooh, they're like, oh, what cheese should we get? And I'd go, Ooh, I want that old fort cheddar. That's my favorite kind. And uh I, I say that every single time I go to the store. Go to the grocery store with Jamie. She says, what kind of cheese you want to get? And I went, I want to get that old fort cheddar. And she goes, why are you saying both the words? And I went, what are you talking about? She goes, you're just, why do you say in the French part? And I went, what do you mean the French part? And she goes, well, fort is old in French. And I went, huh? <laughs> I never realized that it's not, it's just old cheddar. And I've been calling it old fort cheddar my entire life. <laughs> like a moron. <laughs> That uh, that that goat head jersey is dope because it's like it's like a double. I'm looking at it right now. It's like a, the actual jersey is pretty cool because it's like when you put the arms out, there's supposed to be horns that come up here. Like it's designed to look like, but you have like the buffalo head, and then you have like when you go when you have your arms out, there's another like there's horns here and it resembles like a buffalo. Like that's pretty yeah, fucking well, cool. That's, pretty, yeah, that's a good design. It's a dope design. Yeah, that's. Too bad they're the worst team in the league. <laughs> Greatest all time, my ass. Um, it it'll be interesting. You guys ever have a moment of that where you just like you've just held on to a long belief, and not even it's it's not even that it's a belief of yours. It's just information Boys, that's never been the straight and narrow. Been, 
Oh yeah. That fucking dicked me. The straight and narrow. No idea. What it was have you straight been saying? And, I thought it was the straight and narrow. Not the straight and narrow. I thought it was the straight and narrow. Like, gotta get on the straight arrow. Like crooked arrow is fucking dicked. You gotta get on the straight arrow. Wait, what is it? It's the straight and narrow. The sh- yeah. Yeah. What? Yes. Yeah. Okay, Wait. you want a, you want another one? You want another the one? Straight fucking, and narrow. Like, yeah. I th- yeah, that's what it's always been. <laughs> I thought it was a straight and narrow. I thought it was, it was a straight and narrow. Okay. narrow. I thought it was a uh-huh. straight and hey, narrow. Hey, listen, here's another okay. one for you, boys. Yeah. Chomping at the bit or champing at the bit? Oh, uh, well, I would always say chomping at the bit. It's champing. It's champing. What does that mean? It's champing at the bit. It's like when a horse is like you're getting ready to do something, like you're ready to do something, excited to do something. Yeah. yeah. It's the dumbest thing I ever heard. Well, it's chomping at the bit. Oh, it's champing. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, such a silly. Straight and narrow. Yeah. You're on the straight and narrow. Like, okay, listen the- to this. The jersey often referred to as the goat head contained a buffalo head that was visible with the arms when the arms were outstretched. Yeah. That's that's what Dan's saying. Yeah. 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 So but it's the a buffalo center head. logo. The center logo is a, no, of a it's not. goat. No, it's, no, it's not. not. It's a buffalo That's with his arms buffalo. outstretched. What are you talking about? Buffalo Saber. You guys are fucking. Take your fucking it's called the goat head jersey, but off. that's not a goat head. Why like, is it called the goat head jersey if it's not, not a sure fucking yet. goat head? This is the first time I've ever heard about it. So Ron's I'm pondering. If you're listening, get in the fucking chat. Tell us what's going on, buddy. the dumbest thing because the it's fucking weird I don't get it and I hate it I hate that you did that to me that makes me mad I have no no idea why it's called well it doesn't make sense because I'm like I don't even really recognize a goat in that picture yeah it just makes just as much sense as a place that's named Buffalo that has a logo that's a goat like come on yeah, figure it out. That's why they're a shitty team and no one likes them. Because it's the greatest like of this. all time logo. Greatest of all time head logo. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Stupid. Makes sense to me. It's better than having a so, goat for their logo. What the fuck? Why would they do that? Why are they named the Sabres? It's the dumbest name anyways. Because everybody knows the best fucking Sabres. Everybody knows that's where the fucking the lifesavers come from. All the flavors. What? Yeah. Lifesavers? Lifesavers. They're called lifesavers. I know. I'm joking. Fuck you. <laughs> I make a joke you joking, here. You fucked up. I'm not fucking. I'll obviously know. Do they still life. make lifesavers? I don't know. They're terrible. I used to get them only at Christmas. It's like best color lightsaber. You get the, you get the Chris, Christmas book. Yeah. Oh, but then oh, remember you red. get like butterscotch and shit for Christmas? Bonk. Oh, fuck that. Boo. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, do you know what lifesavers are? Why? Do you have? Did you have lifesavers candies in the states? Yeah. What about oh, boys? But what about the breath mint ones? Uh, breath mint lifesavers. Oh, Zeltron still breath playing savers. in the background. How's the? How is Zeltron still playing? <laughs> There's no way Zeltron's still playing in the background. You you're high, buddy. ABF. There's no what way. are you talking about, man? No, what are you talking about? You're crazy, buddy. There's no way Zeltron's no way, still no way, no way. There's no way There's I no would way, fuck Jose. up like that. There's just much way that the Buffalo Sabres have a logo that's a fucking goat. That there is that fucking <laughs> Zeltron's playing. 
<laughs> I just, it's just, I'm like, I, why, I don't understand the goat head logo. Cause I saw that. It's actually funny. Cause I saw it on like a, a Buffalo Sabres TikTok or whatever. And it was from like a prominent sports That's what you channel. You get for watching fucking TikTok. Bro. Everyone was like calling yeah. a goat head. And I, I like, you know, one in five the, of those posts contains mis- misinformation of the TikTok post. Like if you're fucking on TikTok, like, yeah, well, I, that's where I go for all my fucking for breaking news. Yeah, I just 100%. saw an article today that a lot of that's what a lot of Gen Zers are doing now is actually they, yeah, they I don't, search more on TikTok than they do Google. They use TikTok yeah, more I, than they often they use Google. Are you kidding me? What are they getting their information with someone having a dance to it? Like yes. the dumbest thing yes. I ever heard. <laughs> it's like I'm, I'm totally telling the truth though. Yeah. Uh, well. They probably don't looking up information. It's just some fucking boomer saying that when really the story should be Gen Zers use TikTok more than Google. No, they, use, no, they use TikTok to source information. Like they'll search. How do you fucking su- even search stuff, search on, TikTok? stuff on TikTok? How? I'm sure there's a search button or something. So you can type yeah. in something, right? There's a search bar. Okay, well, hold on. Let me, I got TikTok on my phone because we have TikTok. Let me look. Gross. Ask me a question. What should I search? To get an answer from TikTok. Uh, who is currently in first place who in the NFC North with point differential? <laughs> in point first differential. place. Including who po- is currently with point differential. in first place with point differential? Is that it? Who of, of just anything NFL? Yeah, uh, well, NF, yeah, it's obviously NFL. There's only one N- NFC North, and that's in the NFL. Holy shit! Oh my god! <laughs> it's just some girl doing this. Detroit Lions. <laughs> yeah, that's wow, a, that's correct. Are we sure that's misinformation? Wow, that's insane. That's right. TikTok is the gospel. No, there's nothing. There's literally nothing. It's just people dancing. There's a spinning wheel. There's uh, some weird guy looking at it. Um, <laughs> there's literally nothing. <laughs> yo, there's literally still no playing, information. Yo, Zeltron is playing for this fucking guy, KFB. Are you sure you shut <laughs> him off? How? He said, there, I guess it's just me, shrug. Weird. Yeah. How? I mean, How there is, is worse things playing? to be continuously playing in your brain. I listen. It's the it's fucking not. worst. I suffer from this thing called like like sticky earworms, where I'll get like a song, I'll get a hook of a song stuck in my head, and it will play in my head repetitively oh, I, yeah, I get that. for fucking hours. Like I'm trying to I sleep, think everyone gets and all I can hear is a fucking experience. It's a normal experience. Yeah, yeah. It, happens, it happens to me nightly. Like every night when I'm trying to fall asleep, I have a song stuck in my head. Every uh, night. Type into t- look in TikTok. Type in uh, moon okay. landing. Put in moon landing. Mo- that. That's all I'm typing in? Yeah, just type in moon landing. Moon landing. Okay. What does it say? The first one says, moon landing, we're not fake. Moon landing, we're not fake. Okay. <laughs> uh, second one says, the first American moon landing and it's footage. Uh, the third one says, does anyone actually still watch the moon landing footage and think it's real? Ah, so one in five of those posts are misinformation. So we just all did, we only had about? to go to three. Two? Are you kidding me? Two of three are misinformation. Okay. That's what I believe. Sure. Based on our science, we just did. <laughs> um, I don't. Know, TikTok's stupid. <laughs> Anyone getting information from there is 
dumb. You got to get your information from Twitter like everyone else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Social uh, media is a fucking wasteland. I can't. Ugh, I hate it. Hate every every facet of it so much. <laughs> I'm, I I'm, I'm convinced it's, it's eventually going to fall by the wayside. There's something, something. There's going to be a shift that happens at some point in the next few decades, and there's going to be something that shifts away from social media because it's like it's not it, the the systems now mm. that are in place are so incredibly predatory, and so like the the algorithms that are feeding uh, the systems are just so absolutely yeah. harmful yep. to to hum, the human psyche, like toxic and. It you'll always so- see it, man. You'll always see it in young people in in high school and stuff. You'll always see social media. Um, well, it's just it'll be one of those things, things the people thing just like grow now, out of. You don't do it, but you look right? at the thing now. Like you look at the trends. Of it's like I, I I wonder what type of, of form it's going to take next because you have like you have like Facebook, right? And Facebook is falling by the wayside at this point. Like it is like it is not utilized by uh, the Gen Zers and stuff like that. And then eventually like you realize a lot of that stuff, like the only real social media, the thing is, it's like even social media as an adult, you can't escape it. Cause at this point you have, it, at least in, in my experience now is like, you have to have a LinkedIn. Like you have to, like you have, if you, if you want to be able to like move, like you want to have mobility in your career, you have to have a LinkedIn. Page. Who the fuck uses LinkedIn? Uh, really? Yeah, like the like the I especially in Communists. the IT industry and the IT industry and stuff like that. You have to have a LinkedIn. Like if you don't, it's like you're gonna miss out on a lot of opportunities and all this stuff. But the, but the funny thing is, in cybersecurity, dude, LinkedIn is the first place you go check as like a hacker or something to in order to footprint and like an organization. Oh, like open source information then? That's yeah. a high, one of the easiest places to get people's information. Oh, it's fucking crazy. And I'm just like, why would I want a LinkedIn? Why would I want a Facebook? Like my Facebook, all my shit's private. Like I just, I don't even, I don't, I haven't posted anything on there for probably four years. Like, hey, listen, just, listen, it. I'm super enjoying talking about LinkedIn right now. It's super interesting. <laughs> Riveting. We're going to talk about fucking Adnan said. Oh shit! Like, that's crazy, boys. Dude, it's crazy to me right now because he's guilty. We talked about unpopular, it. Unpopular. He's opinion. guilty. It's crazy that they let this guy out because he's guilty based on public opinion over facts. It's dude and evidence. Me and you, me and you both listened to that podcast and we didn't even chat about it during. We're like, listen, we're gonna listen to it. We're gonna have a conversation. And within like thirty seconds of fucking talking to each other for the first time since the last podcast, was guilty. Yeah, both guilty. of those were like, oh, he, the guy's 100% did it. 100% guilty. Um, so basically, if you've listened to the podcast, Serial, or, or there's a couple others of f- fucking Adnan um, allegedly killed his girlfriend. Well, he did. Um, he's lied to his... <laughs> well, well, the court did say he did it. Uh, and then everyone... For 23 um, years, he did it. For, yeah, for 23 years, he did it. And now they've been like, well, based on all this... Um, Biased information, maybe uh, he didn't. So let's let him out. Uh, we had it. There was a guy who was in <laughs> jail for like 40 years and just got released on he was false accusations, hey, hey, stuff like that. I mean, hey, I'm not saying <laughs> I'm not saying false accusations, I'm just saying the evidence for the him evidence not that doing is available it, to the public or evidence that was available to everyone. Like, I, what yeah. I'm saying is the evidence based on the case that he was tried and convicted on, based on the evidence that was brought up to the public afterwards about why he didn't do it. I leaned in and I went, "This guy's just a lie till you die." He's just, he's just like, yeah, he's like "Why not?" He because like, he could have already, out he could have already later. been out. He could have already been out had he just admitted it, but he won't. And I'm like, 
Yeah, because he's trying to save face to his family and stuff. Like, whatever. Crazy. He might he be on popular for opinion, but I, years. I, yeah, 23 years. He went crazy. in when he was what, like 18, 19? 18, yeah, 17, 18. Young, young. Because it was high school thing, right? Yeah, it's, 40 it's been a while since now. I listened to that. It's a great podcast. That I think first year, one of the I best. Saw some stuff about the news, but they, he's technically not out of hot water. Like they still can technically contend the 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 whatever. There's some stuff that people are saying that you can still the way that they whatever the ruling was. I didn't go into a real in depth about it, but it was like there's some stuff that they can the defense or whatever can go like bring charges again or something like that if they feel like it if they feel like it's necessary. So like, he's still got to go on like GPS or whatever. He's still like house arrest or something. Like he's still got, uh, I mean, what, I mean, really, why would you try to, if you get out, like, honestly, if you get a, if you get gifted a lottery like this, that you get out, why would you blow it? Who cares if you're on GPS? I'll be like, hell yeah. Oh, absolutely, man. Right. Like I follow everything to the T. Like you just got out. Like it's crazy. Um, but I, I was one of the few where me and Andrew, where we listened to it and we both, yeah, we both looked and were like, he's like, do you think he's, I was like, hell no. He's like, hell no. I don't believe this. This is motherfucking. <laughs> to be fair though, that girlfriend. might be just be us because we watched Making a Murder too and we're like, oh, guys, never been more guilty yeah. ever. Yeah. But, I was like, they're making a murder. We were like instantly. Hey, staircase? The second they were. Staircase? Guilty. Thousand percent. Guilty. 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 Yeah, that's the dumbest thing ever. Dude, so we, we should still do a true crime podcast because every podcast we do, there'd be no mystery. Yeah, <laughs> he's stupid. He did it. He he was burning the cat as a joke earlier, and then he killed a woman. That's the natural progression of no, being Brandon, a piece of you're shit. You're not going to see fucking WrestleMania. All right, you yeah, no, uncle Brandon, murder somebody. You're going to jail. You, piece you of witnessed shit. a murder and didn't say anything. You don't get to go to WrestleMania, piece of shit. Oh, you mean to? Your your first wife fell down the stairs and died, and then the second one did. There's I don't know, one yeah, of, the same crazy. way. An owl oh, I'm did sure it, it was a Ooh, fucking owl. I'm sure an owl flew through the window and killed her. Shut up. That makes sense. Yeah, oh, idiot. Fuck. Listen. Oh, it's good. That, they don't have to guy, convince that, you guys. They just have to convince the jury. <laughs> what's that guy? What's that guy? What's that guy's name from the staircase? Michael. Uh, oh God, Michael. Uh, What's that deal he takes? He takes the deal. He takes the deal at the end where he admits he did it. Uh, an offered deal or something. An Alford yeah, deal? He, an, yeah, an Alfie. Alfie Alford, or something like that. An Alford. Alford, where he admits Alford, please. He, he admits he murdered her. That's the deal. He admits that he murdered his wife. And Alfred, in, yeah. Ret- right. in, in return for that deal, they let him Michael out. Michael Peterson is his name. Michael Peterson. And if he, and listen, I'm just saying, if I was innocent, if I was an innocent man and I did not murder someone and truly an owl flew through the window and attacked my wife, thrashed her downstairs. And this just so happened to be the second time one of my spouses fell down the the same exact way. I still would not say I did it. (sighs) There's no way I'd be like, well, I didn't do it. Why? Like, why would I say I did it when I didn't do it? Right, and he's actually he's just like, oh, hundred percent. I'll say I did it. We got it because I did, dude. I got to look at. I can never forget that one age, the fucking HBO special where they talked to that guy that was like, oh, he's a sus- suspect in this murder, and he's mic'd up, and he goes to the mirror, and he's like, who's <laughs> me, like- and they'll never fucking catch me, and he's like, well, what's his he's name? Up. Yeah, he like- was that guy. He, but that guy, that guy, I can't remember his name. He's a weird dude. Oh yeah, weird dude, Robert something, and he actually had like he was on his like third murder where people was like the third time people were like, 
we think he murdered this person. And then uh, they were, they like, they matched. I remember the HBO team. Fuck, what is it called? Richard or Robert uh, in the chat. You guys know what it is? It's the guy who got caught by HBO. I can't remember. That's crazy um, though. Could you imagine? Like just mic'd up they, and like, it was me. I'm the fucking guy. The, <laughs> the H is, Dan, what happens is, is this guy's he, he's been a suspect for this murder forever. And this HBO team did this like unbelievable, like, Basically what they found, they found an old letter written by him, which matches a letter written by the killer. The person who, there's a note written by the killer that they know the killer wrote this. And he spells a word and that word is spelt incorrectly. And they found, they they went through this guy's entire life and they found a letter he penned to someone where he wrote that same word with the same incorrect spelling and they paired it up side by side and they got it matched. And it's, they're like, whoever wrote this letter wrote that killer's letter. And they're like, all right, well, it's this guy. And they brought it to him with all this evidence and he's mic'd up and they show him and he's looking and they're explaining to him how like everything says yeah, that this you, person bud knows it's you and he sits there he leaves the table he goes excuse me he goes in the washroom and he's sitting in the washroom looking at himself he's hot mic'd he still has a mic on he goes well you're caught now yeah. <laughs> that's what he says on the hot mic and they he ended up i think he ended up dying before but he was like found guilty they're like he they found him guilty of this they used that evidence against him of that admission his lawyers were like oh he was just he was just having a little fun in the bathroom as we all do when we're accused of murder oh, oh, there's so, so much good What's shit to talk robert, about there. robert speck yeah robert speck that sounds right i think that's and he's a creepy looking guy too I don't know if it's Robert Speck. There's that, and then there's the fucking Golden State Killer. Crazy. Fucking bust him off a 23andMe. Like, fucking nuts. No, not Robert Speck. Richard Speck? Robert? Robert Speck? Well, Richard HBO? Speck is... Uh, that's... Uh, what show was that? I don't know. I can't remember the name now. It's going to bug me forever. Yeah, Richard, Richard, Spe Spe Richard Speck. Richard Speck's from Speck kill all the nurses. He's, yeah, yeah, he's from he kill all the nurses. Mindhunter. Yeah, that's right. Robert, it's Robert something though, or Richard or Robert. Don't name your kids Robert. All right, high chance yeah. they're gonna fucking be murderers. Murder, lots yeah. of murders, or killed by a wild boar. Or our names. Our names not a good idea because fucking Richard Ramirez. Well, what's the matter with our names? I like our names. Richard Ramirez. Oh, oh, oh okay. Our names. Yeah, our names. Oh yeah. First names. Double R, double R names. Yes. Yeah. 100%. Um, <laughs> what the fuck is that guy's name, man? HBO. Hold on. A HBO caught um, murderer Robert something. Robert Durst. Robert Durst. Robert yes. Durst. Oh, millionaire he's a Robert creepy Durst. Creepy motherfucker, too. Yeah, Ooh. The Jinx. That's the show. If you ever want to watch the show, it's called HBO The Jinx. He looks like and a fucking crib keeper, man. It is phenomenal. Like, imagine just someone being caught red handed for murder, and that's what you get to watch. There is a disproportionate the, amount of killers with the name that starts with the R. I, I don't know if there is. Robert Kuklinski, The Iceman. The, is he the bad guy in Top Gun? No, that's the mafia hitman that was also a serial killer that fucking was stacking bodies. 
Of course, these there are. Was that, uh, of course, that, that Robert yeah, like Ramirez, the, the fucking isn't that the nice list soccer? you're looking at are killers that have been caught. <laughs> yeah. So all you can say is that ours. You could also so the ours are bad R's, killers. Yeah, you can say the ours are just killers. the ones who yeah. get caught. They're Dude, what was that guy? Ones. There was, I always remember the one that scared me the most was that there was a guy from, I think his name was from Gacy. Alaska. Gacy's the no, most no, scary Ga- guy Ga- ever. Yes, Gacy's, Gacy's the scariest terrifying. guy ever. But those guys get caught. But there was a guy. After killing, guy, I don't know how many dudes and hide them under their floorboards. Gacy's the scariest for sure. Yeah. Yeah. The, all the just stories from Gacy's killings are pretty ter- terrifying. Ugh. There was a guy, I can't remember his name. He was from Alaska and he would, he would go to cities and pl- and plant kill kits that were like d- packages that he went that he could dig Robert up. Robert Hansen, and then I, I don't know what his is. That's not his name, but uh, and then he would murder someone with. And he sometimes he would leave these kill kits for years before he would go back and retrieve them and then murder someone. And you're like, dude, the pl-, I'm like, holy, like this is that's cr- insane. But zero kills, interesting. It'll be interesting to see. We got, uh, we just Israel had Israel Kayez. Who's that? The fucking guy with the kill kits. Is that what it is? I think is so. Is he the guy from Alaska? Israel Kayez? Who's dropping yeah. kill kits? Oh, yeah, Israel Kayez. Yeah. K- Keys? Kayez? I don't know. Keys? Maybe, yeah. I just remember reading about him one time. That no, like, can't be. I mean, it's an R. His name is an R. Yeah. He, he couldn't have been that bad of a guy. No, couldn't have been. No way. But yeah, Adnan, I still think he did it. I fucking for sure he did. Him and that J guy fucking teamed up. Yeah, I mean his cell phone pinged in the in yeah. the if you got a same single, areas. If the cell phone pings, you must not acquit. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh I don't know. Well, it's, it's whatever. It's a the interesting system. You mean justice? Yeah, justice. <laughs> like the justice she's system. A, <laughs> she's uh she's a Interesting mistress. I feel like there hasn't been any good serial killers in a while. Yeah, that's probably a good thing. I'll take that. That's yeah. fine. Well, because, no, that's not a good thing. You, because everybody keeps public. Every everybody and their mom keeps publicizing all of these serial killer things, and people are just getting fucking better at it. Like you put out all this oh, stuff about serial killers, was and just everybody a, constantly there talks was about actually, them. So they now they know everything that there was just a serial knows. killer in Japan. <laughs> if I remember correctly, there was a serial killer in Japan. Can't remember though. Recently, yeah, Japanese. <gasps> That's a scary thought. We haven't caught a serial killer in a while. It means yeah, like Dan, we're getting, we're giving, we're making hyper. You're just making serial better killers. serial killers. Because of all yeah. the entire proliferation of the entire true crime series. Like we're just making fucking like you're making instruction booklets on how to kill people. How to circumvent law enforcement. You can what like, exactly you know, law enforcement's yeah, looking. I think for. there was a circle in Japan in twenty twenty, if I'm looking really correctly. Yeah. And I'm not talking like hey, like people nine some people, people are gonna be like, oh sh-, like you know, any serial killers, anyone over three, but it's like, it, it, I think it's, uh, to, yes, that is true over three, but it's like, I don't, I also don't, there's a different, like a mass shooter and stuff in a serial killer. Yes, they're the same thing, but it's like these like serial killers that like hunt and like yeah. continue to kill over years and years and years are in a lock on the most terrifying ones. Yeah, me too. I mean, how many how many shows like in proportion like primetime shows are all like procedurals, the like police procedurals? Like everything is just like a constant like first forty eight and shit. You mean everything? True crime series. Everything is just about how 
police approach these types of killings and these kinds of things. So I feel like if you wanted to be a serial killer, all you would have to do is listen to these couple things and be like, well, I won't make that mistake. Ah, come on. These guys watching A&E, they're not going to be fucking professional killers. They're still going to get caught. They're going <laughs> to fuck up, man. Oh, I just watch fucking CSI. Is, is that, I know exactly that's what, what you do. think or that's what you I'm going to be a serial killer because I have chimera blood and they're never going to catch me. Awesome. Um, <laughs> a, lot <of> Dexters, <laughs> a lot of Dexters out there. Yeah. Who knows? It's scary, man. I'm going to kill this guy with an icicle. He'll never catch me. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> the old icicle That's trick. That's if you wanted to murder somebody. Yeah. But if you're a serial killer and you had the, the you had the psychological compulsion hey Dan, to kill. We're in Canada. There's tons of icicles, bud. No, yeah, I'm saying if you wanted to murder somebody and get away with it, yes, one time, yes, an icicle would be a good idea. All you gotta but do is work walk, in fucking you healthcare. Watch yourself. I know no, how we're almost, talking about. I'm we're talking almost about in icicle season, the, bud. Who have the psychological compulsion to kill, or then uh, even beyond that, to do something with the bodies or something. They have some type of weird tick or whatever, like the Casey's, whatever, making human fur, making furniture from like, people's fucking skin. I don't even you know, like killing bugs and trying to catch them. Like I remember that big yeah. ass spider I found in my garage. It's still here. Yeah, I didn't kill him. I didn't kill him. I left him. He's still in the top. Him. I felt bad. I didn't oh. want to murder him. Serial killers. I would have vacuumed him. I would have vacuumed him up. No, I sure. kept him. Well, he's my homie because I'm hoping that was it. Like I talked to him. We had a conversation. We're going to be boys. He's going to kill all the other bugs. I'm not going to kill him. He's not going to crawl on me or anything. Man. If he yeah. if he makes one wrong move and dead. that one wrong move is dead. a move at all, dead. how fast is he dead? It's super dead. But we talked about it. I said, bro, just don't fucking move, man. Just stay right there. Don't even turn around. I never yeah. like you better. Well, you know what's going to be the worst when you go in there one day and you look up in that corner. No, he's and he's gone. not there. No, he's gone. He is already. So oh. day one, whatever. I saw him day one. Day two, he moved a little bit to the left. Like just not a mm. lot. A little bit to the left. Day three, gone. Fuck, dude. I would be checking under that chair. My kid, my, <laughs> the desk. my kid's like fucking. He's like, let's throw stuff at him. Let's throw stuff at him. <laughs> I'm like, no, stop. Like. Don't make him mad. Yeah. This is Aragorn. Like, I'm He's the one buddy. who's going to have to fight fuck him. with him. Oh, my kid probably fucking walk up and step on him. I don't even think twice. He's a bug murderer. I try to, I'm like trying to talk to him because I don't like killing bugs. I try to catch him, put him outside. He loves oh. killing them. He'll kill a whole fucking ant hill. So here's a, here's a, there's an article from discovermagazine.com. Uh, about what explains the decline of serial killers. And there's a couple different theories about what are the why. sources. So um this is, I just said it, the discover <laughs> magazine.com. Like yeah. fuck you. Like <laughs> fake news, buddy. <laughs> fake news. Uh so one of the theories, I'm saying these are theories. I'm not saying that they're facts, but it could be possibly one of them is the adapting of justice. One popular theory points out the growth of forensic science and especially the advent of genetic approaches to tracking Whoa, offenders. Wait a sec, but these guys are watching CSI. We just talked about that. Dan, you said they're making fucking super killers. But then they're being, yeah, so I'm saying that they're being a little bit more careful. I'm saying this is the decline in serial killers that are caught. I'm not saying this is the decline in yeah. serial killers. No, that the problem is, hey, listen, you want to know why? I'll tell your whole article. It's wrong. You want to know why? Inflation. Nobody's got time to kill anybody. They got to work and pay fucking bills. <laughs> Nobody can afford to do it anymore. What's that new, there's that new forensic technique too, where it's like, is it is it contact? It's where they show a black light and they can see all their blood and cum everywhere. So there's uh, <laughs> well, that, that one too, but there's there's one where it's like even if you were in the vicinity, they might find be able to find trace DNA. But it's like I remember re, I was listening to a true crime or something, and they're like, and they're like, and they're just like, it's not 
widely accepted yet. So here's an interesting one. Uh, one of them, the second one says is that technically right now that we are living in a safer society that would be murderers may also have succumbed to the absence of easy targets that you have the things like helicopter parenting, uh, keeping kids like, you know, in close, you're not taking your eye off them with that. You've got, uh, fucking terrifying. I, I'm saying, but yeah, but we keep yeah. a lot closer eye on your kids. You don't let them out of your sight for anything. And you do have things like we have CCTV everywhere. We have all of these things. Um, uh, now we've gotten, yeah, that, dude, it's saying any, that society, anywhere. they're saying that society has gotten better at detecting, reforming potential serial killers, especially in their youth. So you have early, early catalysts for serial murder, things like family dysfunction, sexual abuse can be remedied with uh, quality time with child psychologists. Like we're getting better. Not that we're perfect at it, but saying that we're getting, no, we, just, we, we see their social that. media and we're like, this kid's fucked. We need to lock them up. There's right another, now. there's a, there's a section here. That's a little bit, uh, that's interesting. Uh, there's a, I guess this is added by, who is this? This is uh, James Allen Fox, criminology professor at Northeastern University, um, talking about how perhaps even pornography plays a part in this and it may quench the sexual impulses that often precede sexualized killings. Um, it's possible that the sewer that is much of the internet is providing nonviolent outlet for well, these hey, killers. I, I'll tell you, I've had, a, uh, hold on, let me, let me, I've always had, Mm. Did you just second thought the creepy shit you're in talking about? I hope so. <laughs> no. Okay. All right. So yeah, I I was I've always told Andrew I'd be like, I was like I've always wondered all these fucking crazy guys. How many of them are circumcised? I dude, we've talked about this. We've had right? this discussion. We've That's what this. I'm saying. Like right? I literally I like, think that uh, way. That dude, we've had that. We've, we've had this had conversation. That conversation because it's like these weirdos need to do weird things to get off because they're circumcised. They're, they're, that being said, I'm circumcised and I do not have any compulsions to fucking kill anybody or do anything that weird. So, so you say. Well, for now. <laughs> um, but the rates are dropping since eighteen, since 1989. Well, dude, I got so in a fight with- Maybe it's that. Dude, I got in a fight with my mother-in-law about it. Literally got in an argument with her. First argument really? she had being like, well, yeah, like your kid's going to be- su- Like Niles is going to be supersized. I'm like, why? Why am I going to- perform genital mutilation on my fucking child. That makes no sense. This is, it's fucking 2019. He can clean his fucking penis. Like there's ways yeah, around clean, this. He clean does not, the ween, man. It's yeah, not that hard. It's not rocket appliances. Like yeah. we don't need it. That's not a thing. Not to bash your religion. If it's part of your religion to do that, great. Do your thing. But Or if you're already cut, who cares? Some people get like famosis and weird shit when they're older and they have to get circumcised. Fucking nothing wrong with that. But I, I, I know a couple of guys who've had to and they go, that was good. It sucks. It sucks. No, I can, dude, it's like not, I'm, and this isn't a brag because it sucks. I can fucking, I have sex for hours. <laughs> hours. <laughs> hours because my brag. shit's fucking, like it's sex not sensitive hours. anymore. <sighs> it's not. Like I, it's got to oh. be like, you got to be talking some shit. And yeah. Okay. And that's why he wants to kill people. Not at all. It's I'm way too much too pussy damn I don't even kill bugs. I'm a puss. So next theory is about, it says hidden killers. <laughs> yeah, I this, waiting, I this, like, yeah, I have this nasty habit about staying on topic. About apparently. Like I want to finish a topic and, and I want to discuss it. But if we're What's done, the, ever, are we done with after hours? Like, can I go to bed? No, 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 no. That was like, a perfect, it was just a, no, that was that was just a perfect bring back. Segway, it was so funny. Yeah. It's, What's, 
<laughs> What's the next theory? So there's one about hidden killers and about talking about how serial murder is actually rare and then it comprises less than 1% of all homicides uh, according to the FBI's estimate. So with the annual homicide rate of hovering around 15,000 people in the US, it's the annual every year 15,000 people dying to homicide. Um that equates to less than 150 serial murders a year, which is perpetrated by perhaps maybe 25 to 50 people. Uh, so considering mm -hmm. the limitations of forensic science, many believe that this is actually an undercount. And so that with this, like, you know, with the limitations of the justice system, like we were talking about before, that police perhaps make it make a, a clear case uh against a like a murder like a, a murder a person accused of murder and about 60 percent of all homicides that they make a clear case so with five thousand let's see so other five thousand end without closure so in other words murders have a 40 percent chance of getting away with murder so why are so the question is how many of those unsolved cases are the work of a serial killer and so it's just saying we're like we're not sure like we're not sure. Yeah. So you can't really, um, even, uh, you know, the human brain struggles with when confronted with a, a data set without a pattern or intentionally or not. So many killers vary their tactics. Like we said before, like maybe we're making better killers. They just vary their tactics. They target people from different races, different genders, different locations, no way to draw comparisons <laughs> between those unconnected cases and that computers and even humans like can't, Link them. Yeah. Even the today. thing is, though, that I think that some people like, you know, there there are killers that have MO, and I think it's just that they're drawn to those types of targets, right? Like that's you know, you have you have patterns in certain killers, and that's for whatever reasons, psychological, whatever. So it's like I think the the type of killer where we're talking you're talking about there that are like are mixing it up are like fucking would be super rare. Right. Where they're just like, they're like so cold and calculated that they don't, there's no MO. They're just like, I don't care. I will mix it up every That's time. That's very completely. rare though. Like guys with zero, like fucking motive and shit like that. Like how many of yeah. super killers actually have that? I've, I was trying to remember, I remember hearing the name recently, but like serial killers that hunt at random, that's fucking terrifying. Yeah. So it's crazy. Uh, just walking around playing the worst lottery of all time every day. <laughs> The last that's why I never leave the house. Uh, the last one is saying that perhaps, like, we've actually just we've sensationalized them to such a point in modern culture that even though that we're talking about serial killers at a, a prodigious rate at this point, you have so much information about the skill, you're still talking about serial killers who are active like decades ago. Yeah, that you're still talking about serial killers that were operating in like the 70s and the 80s and stuff like that, as opposed to today. So now that we have today, like they're, I mean, serial killers are probably still, I mean, definitely probably still operating and still out there, <sighs> but just less common perhaps that even that we have all of these God, things that so. are, um, I mean, it could be that, that part about the internet that they're hopefully, I mean, yeah. One thing about the sewer that the, oh, like they're probably looking the at some weird in, shit. Man. They can watch their snuff films. They can find all that weird shit on the internet and maybe they're finding a, an outlet that they went, they didn't have before. And that it's not getting to such a, it's not reaching such a mm. point that they feel like they have to actually physically act these these desires out. That maybe <laughs> that's enough. Um, yeah, there's a, yeah, it's an interesting facet of human culture.
that is something that will probably be explored for a long time and, and uh, yeah. until we get pre-crime and then, yeah, then we're all fucked and then whatever. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or we'll have, a, we'll have a better society. Who knows? <laughs> I'm all for pre-crime. <laughs> Me too. So I'm up. Yeah. <laughs> I just know, because here's my thing. I get that they're like, they're absolving the choice Right, like you could choose not to, but I'm saying that there's no there's no avenue where you, I would choose to. No, they're like, dude, that's the biggest thing that always confuses me. It's like, how did you even have those thoughts? I don't understand. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, that's well, that's what I don't mean. Like, those thoughts don't have, cross normal people's minds. They don't. Yeah, uh, they just don't. I, I, I'm gonna say that, but I would say, have would you ever have you ever been? sexually abused or physically abused like while you were a child like yeah do you that, have any that i understand that, that but what are you gonna do what are you what are, what are you gonna do unfortunately that's shitty well, listen, that sucks and they're still hey, gonna do you know what? what they're, it's pre, they're pre-crimes making everyone safer at the end of the day 100 percent. Right? i'm sorry right? you gotta you gotta break the fucking like that that unfortunately that situation just perpetuates more of it we gotta stop it so unfortunately, yeah. we got if you had pre-crime, yeah, then you would avoid those things because then if somebody Absolutely. was thinking about abusing somebody else, then you would yeah. arrest them. Boom, get rid of it. To, Boom, gone. Choppers coming through the windows. Yeah, They're like wow, I'm just sitting here. You're like in two weeks. <laughs> Good. Wow. In two weeks, you might do this until we get our, until we get our our triumvirate of, of precogs. <laughs> uh, you know, keep your kids close. I guess. <laughs> oh, let's not talk about kids. Yeah. Keep me up at night. <laughs> all, right. all right. Let's uh, wrap up this after hours. We kind of went all over the place. <laughs> yeah. uh, little ADD after hours for you. <laughs> little ADD after hours. Um, all right, everyone. Peace. We love you. We'll be back next week with uh, another Spooktober episode. Peace, everybody. Peace.